We are all... Oh, I can't sing and do that. Oh, no. No, oh. don't try it. Nice. <laughs> We're on my couch right now. That's right. And this time it was you who suggested that we do some recording. Well, I want to talk about, you know, uh, things that happened yesterday, which... And it was a good day. It was a yeah. very good day. We'll get to that. Yeah. But first, <clears throat> so... I've been practicing the song Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Mm -hmm. And you know the story with that song, right? Uh, In relation to that band? I can't remember <laughs> what the story was. I think you told me. But you don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, so the song is on their album Urban Hymns, mm -hmm. which also has a lot of really good songs on it besides that one. Mm -hmm. But anyways, they recorded and they used music from the Rolling Stones from some symphonic album mm -hmm. that they released in like the mid-70s. Oh, wow. And they didn't ask permission. Mm -hmm. So the Rolling Stones management gets a hold of the song before mm -hmm. it's released, mm -hmm. <laughs> before everybody knew that it was going to become this huge hit. And they go to the Verve, and they basically say, if you guys want to release that song, we're going to take all of the publishing rights. Mm -hmm. You guys will get $1,000 in exchange for that. We own the song in perpetuity. Mm -hmm. So the song comes out and it's a huge hit mm -hmm. and it gets nominated and wins a Grammy. Wow. But because they had surrendered the publishing rights, mm -hmm. the Grammy the Grammy actually went to Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So they kind of got screwed in that deal. Yeah. But they should have asked permission too. They should have. But in fairness, they were young guys and they probably thought that they were going to get away from it. With it because it was an obscure <laughs> sample that they used. Yeah, I heard that music <laughs> law is really uh, kind of, um, it can be kind of complicated. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about it, but I know that if um, if you take even part of a melody from somebody, you could get sued over it. And and of course, if you don't, um, if you don't obey the copyright laws, you can get sued over that too. Right. If you don't ask for permission. Yeah. I heard that Sir Mix-a-Lot made a lot of money off of Baby Got Back. Yeah. And he did an interview with Vlad TV a few years ago uh -huh. when he was talking about how to use your publishing. And a lot of artists don't use it correctly. So they just think of it as they own their songs, keep them from getting out there. Yeah. And I think his philosophy was more of, you know, use that song as leverage, put it in movies and TV shows uh -huh. and get some money for yourself. So when you're no longer the hot thing, you can still make a living off huh. of your past work. That is really interesting. Mm -hmm. I never even thought about that. Yeah. But that's um, that's a good that's a good strategy, I think. Did I tell you I met somebody in a lift who claimed that his band opened up for Sir Mix-a-Lot? Really? I think yeah. you told me that. I think you... I think, was it like on the way to my place or? No, no, no. This was before we met. This was, okay. I was up in Seattle at the time okay. going to a gig. Okay. And the driver said that he was in like a rap rock group. We started talking and he said, you know, I met some cool people. I opened up for Black Alicious. I did a show with Sir Mix-a-Lot. Well, I don't know if this is true. Yeah. But the guy said that Sir Mix-a-Lot was kind of a jerk. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we didn't really have time to go into specifics though. Oh, wow. Yeah, just like that one cab driver who claimed that he played with, um, he knew like um, the basis for Earth, Wind, and Fire, and that he's 
he knew members of the Beatles or whatever. And I'm like, and I'm thinking, why are you driving cabs when you could be playing with them? Right. Why? Why Why are you even, you know, why am I picking, why am I taking your cab? Why are you picking me <laughs> up? That's what I was wondering. And I was, you know, in my early 20s thinking, okay, either this guy just wants to impress his passengers or he really did play with these people. Because I always get kind of like a little bit leery of people who just drop names right away. Like, oh, I like bumped into this person and it happened to be so-and-so. Really? How do you prove that? Right. Can you prove that? But that stuff does happen to people. Yeah. I mean, I told you about when I met Tracy Allman in the airport. Did you? Oh, I, I thought you said your mom. Um, My mom recognized her. Your mom recognized her. You didn't really bump into her. Though. The story is getting more lavish uh, <laughs> every I thought, year. I thought it was in the store. It was in the store in the airport. Okay. So we were in Honolulu. Yeah. Getting ready to transfer flights. And the person at the cash register said, are you Tracy Allman? And the, and the lady said, yes. And my mom, we were behind her, said, oh, I, I thought that might have been her. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I, and I was only in places with a couple of celebrities. Like, I could have met Kenny Rogers, but he was on stage. Mm. I could have met Maya Bialik because she was speaking in front of a bunch of um, school kids. <sighs> but... I, um, but she was only there for like a, maybe a few minutes. By that rationale, babes, yeah. I could have met the who. I, I, we, we both could have yeah, met the I who. I could have met the ice cube. I almost said the ice cube. <laughs> I could have met Lizzo. I could have met Nas. I could have met Beck. Well, I know because we were, I mean, think about that. We were in the same, well, separately. Um, I wasn't, I didn't go with, you didn't Lizzo, Nas or Beck's concert or mm -hmm. anything. But we were in the same place where the who was and we were like several feet away and we could have, we could have bumped into them, but we never did. We were too busy getting COVID. Oh my goodness. It was after. I don't think it was after babes. I think it was at the concert. I, I personally think that it may have been either there or um, at the um, PNC. PNC, yeah. It's possible, but it does take a couple of days to manifest from what I've heard. Okay. And if we knew, we would have taken zinc. Yeah, exactly. But we didn't know. We didn't think we were going to get sick because we haven't been sick in a while. And I've, you know, I, I haven't had a cold in a long time. And so, you know. Yeah. But we didn't know. We caught it. We got over it. We did. We're waiting for the next round. No, we're not going to wait for the next round. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. You don't really hear about COVID numbers anymore. Yeah, but they're still trying to... Um, they're, they're still having commercials where um, where Travis Kelsey gets a flu shot and a COVID shot um, all at once. I don't know who Travis Kelsey is. Travis Kelsey, I think, is... Um, is he a basketball player? Yeah, I think he's in sports, but hold on. Uh, it's not plugged in because I was Google? supposed to have an inspection. Is Google here? It's in here, but it's not plugged in. You could run to my bedroom and ask, and I'll wait here. Mm. All right. While Lana goes to find... Oh my goodness. We've only been doing this for a minute, but I'll pause it. All right, we are back. They called me Rick, by the way. Wow. <laughs> She's not the smartest bulb in the Well, well it, it, I mean, this, this Alexa is not even a human, so mm. you can't really, you know. <laughs> Robots only know so much, you know. Okay. 
So tell me about Travis Kelsey. What did you learn? He is a football tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, but they all brain damage. And so. I think... What? You were knocking me on the head. Well, you interrupted me. Okay, go ahead. I think, she, I think he's dating Taylor Swift right now. I, I thought I heard something like that, but she dates a lot of guys. So Nice. I, I never keep up with this woman's dating life. I like a lot of the stuff that she's done. Like, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but I'm not a hater either. Mm. I heard somewhere that she was encouraging her fans to register to vote, and I think that's pretty cool. You know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I kind of stay out of the Taylor Swift loop, up loop. I just, I don't know. Um, so And some of her songs are okay. I mean, some of them are catchy. I yeah. personally like her country songs better, but... Um, but I will say that she does have a talent for writing music. Mm -hmm. I just wish that it was about other stuff besides men. Why? Why? Because there's other things she could write about, like, like having, like she could write about writing, um, about having writer's block or she could write about, um, creativity or, or, you know, she, she didn't want to go the politics route. She could write about, um, family stuff. Mm. I don't know, stuff like that. Like, it, it always seems to be the same, like, um, like she's either having problems with a friend of hers or an enemy of hers or, or uh, you know, this is the story of us, but now it's over. <laughs> it just seems like it's the same. It seems like it's the same all the time, so. Yeah, I don't really know enough about her music, but what I've heard, I've enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah, and again, she seems like a cool person, from what I've heard. But who knows? I mean, I'm sure she has her issues, as we all do. I heard a rumor about her. What? That apparently, and who knows if this is true, mm -hmm. when she dates a guy, mm -hmm. before she'll go out with him, she'll make him sign a non-disclosure agreement. So he basically can't say anything about what happened on their date. Or else oh. he could get sued. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. That is really crazy. But, I mean, listen, is it the route I would go? No. However, she is this famous star who probably wants somewhat of a private life. Yeah. Well, I have heard about celebrities, um, you know, dishing out the gossip and the dirt on um, what they have did on their dates with so-and-so, whoever mm -hmm. it is, right? Yeah. And, um, and, and, and their exes or their girlfriends or boyfriends or husbands or wives have gotten upset about about that but i don't think i would go full-on non-disclosure agreement <laughs> i don't think i would do that I either know. but i get yeah. from her perspective what she might i think she's had issues with stalkers in the past mm. maybe mm -hmm. maybe she just she just wants to be secure yeah well i was thinking about her song um blank space i don't think i've heard that one i've only heard a few of her songs yeah blank space is a um um, I think there's a line that says, go ask all my ex-lovers, they, they'll tell you I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. You might really get along if you two ever meet. I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll, um, we'll, we'll talk it over, over, uh, over Toll House cookies or something. Okay. I heard she keeps cookie dough in her refrigerator. One of the things that she, she keeps in the refrigerator, she doesn't, um, she can't live without his cookie dough. I wonder how much of stuff like <laughs> that is right. true or just he wanted to sound relatable. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm only guessing that it's true because some, some celebrities are really honest about it. Yeah. Like Kristen Chenoweth was interviewed on the show and I forgot what show it was. And she has this weird thing with quarters. 
Okay. I don't know, like something about counting quarters or something like that. Um, and then she's talked about having some disease called Meniere's disease. Yeah, I remember hearing something. It has to do about with that. their ears or something. Hmm. I'm not sure what Meniere's disease is. I think I it has know. to do with the ears, like, or equilibrium or something. Oh. oh. Yeah, but some people are like that. Yeah. Um, I love you there, J-Lo Meniere's. Oh, my goodness. You were making fun of a good Christian man earlier. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was making fun of you. No, we were talking about a Vanderholy. I know. I was making fun of you. Oh. Because when I said he was Christian, I'm, I before I said it, I'm like, uh-oh, you're not going to like this. But meanwhile, <laughs> I know boxing. You know, especially guys from the 90s. I already knew that Evander Holyfield was a Christian. I knew that too. Yeah. Um, but, and, and we both agree that he actually seems like a very humble person. He doesn't yeah, he does. seem like a very pompous guy. Um, we talked about how he, he forgave Mike Tyson even shortly after the biting incident. And I'm hoping his ear is um, was salvaged. So, this weekend I watched a couple of clips from his interview on Vlad TV. Mm -hmm. And it, so the thing is, from the way the interview is shot, mm -hmm. you can only see one ear. Uh -huh. But I'm also assuming, since Evander Holyfield is, like, super rich, uh -huh. that he got the ear repaired. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah, and I wonder what goes into, you know, repairing ears like that. Because I, I have a friend from California that went with her uh, fiancé to... Um, Europe because they because her family lives in Germany yeah and she hurt her ear really bad and in Europe yes and they had to go to Denmark to uh, get that taken care of she had to go to the emergency um, she had to go to the hospital and and get that taken care of because um she she I think she hurt the, like the inside of her ear what happened she hit her head like or her her like where your ear is yeah. on the, I think it was on the table that they were staying at a hotel or something. Oh, wow. And they had to go to the hospital and get that taken care of. And I think she had to get a um, surgery done, but it didn't like go all the way deep into her ear. Otherwise she would have lost her hearing. Wow. But um, it, it was like a, it sounded like to me like it was like a superficial uh, cut. Yeah. Yeah. Still. But it's still Ugh. horrible to get get into an accident like that. By the way, mm -hmm. I only heard the headline. Yeah. So I don't know the specifics. I say that because I know you're going to ask me about it. Yeah. But apparently there's a lady from Oregon who went on a trip overseas. Yeah. And got in some like horrific injury. Oh. And now she's stuck at a hospital in some other country. Oh. Yeah. And her family's trying to figure out how to get her back here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's not good. Yeah. Yes. On a brighter note, have you ever seen Evander Holyfield's house? No, but you told me it was really nice. Uh, it's not like I went and spent time there. <laughs> you know, he, you saw it. You saw it. On, on Architectural Digest. On Architectural Digest. And on Vlad, he was saying that it costs like a million dollars a year wow. just for the upkeep of this place. Wow. That's insane to me. Wow. I think it's like 45,000 square feet. Yeah. Which is huge. Wow. By the way, you know what I watched last night? Uh-huh. Are you familiar with Boosie? No, what is that? He's a rapper uh -huh. from like the South. I don't really know his music, but he's on Vlad TV a lot. Uh-huh, yeah. And it's been out for a minute. But last night I watched part of the tour he did of his house on Vlad's channel. Really? Yeah. 
And he was talking about how I designed this house myself. Uh-huh. I bought the property in 2016. I want to say it's in Atlanta, but don't quote me. Mm-hmm. And he said by the end of 2017, he moved into the place, even though it wasn't completely done. And he has his own barber shop. Barber shop. Well, oh, an area rather where you can get your hair cut. That's and some chair- cool. Chairs. Yeah, he has a studio there for recording music and whatnot. Wow. He was showing some of the bedrooms, and he was showing how there's this fireplace that's kind of at level with his bathtub in the next room, Mm -hmm. so he can be taking a bath and watching the woman who's on his bed at the same time. That's a little bit weird. I thought, okay, maybe if you're 13, but... Well, wait, so so he has... Okay, so he has a bathtub, but then... uh, how is he able to see into his bedroom? Because I, there's a hole through the fireplace. Wow, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> That's really creepy. You know what that sounds like? The way like? he said it was funny. Go yeah, ahead. but the way that it almost sounds like is um, when you're talking about the bathrooms in the, the one. Oh, where yeah. The women could look at the guys. And I'm like, yeah, do you think guys are going to like that? I don't know. Well, it's also, too, I don't know how many women are that interested. I'm sure there are some, but it's not this huge number that Niall Naomi thinks it is. We're going to want to look inside the men's bathroom. And <laughs> men's know? bathrooms are really gross. They can be. Yeah. Bathrooms are in general. They're not the cleanliest yeah. place. Some 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 women are very clean, but there are some girls that will just leave their junk everywhere. Oh. And they're not clean. Like Kirsten Cinema. Bubs, never mind about All her. All right, give me a kiss. No. Give me a kiss there, Jiro Cinema. That's right, because I didn't kiss you yet. Yes, okay. I needed that, babes. Yeah, we just had some lunch. What did we get, babes? I got a rice bowl with um, orange chicken and rice, and you got... The express bowl. It's, fr- it's a plate. If, the express plate, rather, yes. from Safeway. That yep. had orange chicken and chow mein. Yum, yum, yum. It was good. It was very good. Okay. I'm a little bit confused about something. Uh-oh. What? This morning, I'm hanging out, being Rick, and that's difficult. <laughs> and I get a text from my J-Lo. Yeah. Basically saying, hey, meet me at Safeway by the del- or at the deli at 11.30. I should have been clear. Yeah. I should have said buy the deli at the Starbucks and for some reason I said at the deli because I thought that's where we were going to stop and yeah. we just decided to sit at the Starbucks. Oh my goodness. But maybe next time I'll say meet me at the Starbucks by the deli. Okay. That would make because more that sense. Would, yeah, and that was my fault but yeah. I didn't even know that we were going to go to Starbucks either so we just we just pick a ch- we just picked some chairs and sat there. Yes. And next time, if so, you say, meet me at the deli, I'll just go to Starbucks. <laughs> no, I won't do that next time. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> my bad. That's okay, babes. I still love you, honey. Okay. And this watch feels nice. Yeah. The uh, So my mom gave me this watch three years ago for my birthday. Mm. And I'm just very happy that it's working. You know what I was thinking about the other day, babes? Yes. So people have wedding rings and engagement rings, obviously. Yes, yes. But I wonder what that feels like to constantly have it on your hand. I bet after some time you just don't even think about it anymore, though. Yeah, I don't know. hmm Yeah, I don't know. Someone got me a ring, but luckily it was too big. I couldn't oh, wear it. Was that the dude you were going to elope with? No, 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 no. So that's that crazy guy that I dated for a week and he oh, asked dude, me yeah. if I could, if I would marry him. And the only reason why I said yes is because I thought he was joking. Oh my God. 
and he got me this ring. And the good thing was that it was a, it was actually too big, and we had to take it back. Nice. And I wasn't gonna marry the guy anyway, so it didn't matter to me. I was happy to take it off. Yeah, we think he's dead now. It's possible that he is, but no. What 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 happened is with me and my ex, we I almost said his name. We, I'm glad you didn't. I didn't. Yeah, uh, not the crazy one, but well, he was he had some issues. But you're talking like about that. the dude who you, you went out with, broke up with, and then got back together with, right? Yes, twice. Yeah. Uh, we, he was talking about getting married and I was just like, you know, this is crazy. Why? And, um, and then I, and then I thought about it and I agreed to marry him because I thought I wanted to do that. And we went, we actually went to the jewelry stores to, um, the jewelry store to look at rings, but it obviously didn't work out. So oh, I'm assuming it didn't. No, it didn't. It's nice. So I don't know, I know where the wedding finger is, but I don't know if the same finger is for the engagement ring. I'm assuming they're different fingers. Listen, what do I know? I've never been married. I've never been engaged. So I don't know. I, I, I've never been officially engaged. Yeah. No, I've also never hooked up with an ex, Mm-mm. but you have. I have. Yeah. You're just telling the story about the dude who you broke up with and then got back together with. Yeah. I guess in a way we were kind of sort of engaged just because we talked about um, getting married, but it wasn't like um, it wasn't actually an official engagement. Like we didn't really set a we 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 set we kind of set a date, but it just didn't happen. No, it wasn't two weeks later. But what your time? Why do you make fun of me, bubs? <laughs> that was a very weird time in my life. Okay. Mm. What? Stop tickling me. You say sorry. I'm sorry, babes. You now give me a sorry. kiss. I'm sorry. Now give me a kiss. That was a very weird time in my life. Okay, honey. I've had I've had weird times too. Please. That I'd like to I'd like to forget. Oh. I know I can't forget it, but nice. I'd like to forget it just because I could have made a very very stupid mistake. Nice, nice. And I didn't. I'm glad you didn't, babes. No, well, and I couldn't marry him too because he still told he told me that he was still in love with his ex, whatever that meant. A lot of people still get married in those situations. I oh I don't even know if I should say okay I'll I'll keep this a little bit vague. Okay. I was doing. Oh, you hit the recorder. Sorry. That's right. That's your stick. I and didn't mean to. I'm, so I was doing a show years mm-hmm. and years ago. Mm-hmm. And this one guy gets up on stage and he starts talking about his dead wife and about how he thinks about her every day and no one else will ever be enough. Meanwhile, his current wife was right next to him. Oh, no. Yeah. This was in Seattle, too. I You're don't think I don't think he he probably didn't have a good night after that. <laughs> I bet he I bet she was like, what did you say? What? No one will ever be enough. <laughs> well, I was, yeah, I was very upset with him because he he told me that he was still in love with his ex, and yet we're in this relationship. He's supposed to love me. I, you know, it was it was just not. You don't say that. No, you just don't say that to somebody that you're with. It doesn't help. I agree with you. I'm not in love with any of my exes anymore. Or maybe you just say, hey, we're not going to get married because I still have feelings for the ex. Yeah, feeling, feelings. Feelings. <laughs> She's somewhere with some keep better. Yeah, I have feelings. Feelings. That was in uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper where um, uh, Mark was uh, telling Vanessa, hey, uh, uh, I got feelings for you. Like, okay. feelings? Wait a second, did they end up dating? I think they did for a br- I didn't remember, like, 
I, I do remember them. Uh, I think they were dating. Okay, it was. Yeah. Uh, you knocked the recorder out of okay, my hand. But... That's okay. It was one of those shows I stopped watching, but I thought I stopped watching it because it just like went off the air. But I don't remember like not watching it just because I thought it wasn't cool anymore. Um, I think they did. I know that he told her that he had feelings for her, but I don't remember if they dated. Maybe I should say. And that she way. was the one with the kid, right? No, 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 no. Um, his cousin Geneva was the one with um Raven Simone as her daughter. Okay. I think her name was Geneva. Um, and they they ended up living with um Mark. Yeah. And um Raven Simone played uh Nicole. Yeah, yeah. And um. Uh, and then uh, Vanessa was still living there. Vanessa was kind of the dingy one. Yes. And a little bit spoiled, if I remember right. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. And then since before I've seen this that. Show. Uh, Robin, uh, the music teacher, was living, um, was a roommate with her. Oh. With her. But she um, but she really isn't digging in real life. I've heard interviews with um, Holly Robinson and Pete. Nice. She seems like a nice lady. I like that show. Yeah, it was it was a fun show. It wasn't like my favorite show of the time, but it was decently good. Yeah, like, that it, yeah, you know. it was a show for the, teenager, the teenagers of our day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I started watching it when I was like nine. I yeah I watched it too I watched it a lot and a, and a, another tidbit about this go ahead is it was the same um the same set as a growing pain set I remember hearing that somewhere yep it it is yep nice so they took over that uh, set when growing pains was canceled so oh that's kind of cool yeah so like looks just like the house it's exactly that's exactly it nice. that was a house nice I don't I I'm really curious about what TV sets are supposed to look like as far as um how the shows are supposed to look like. Like like the Brady Bunch, um on the show it 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 made it look like there was stairs, like an upstairs. Yeah. They didn't have an upstairs. Well I imagine they had an area that was upstairs, but if you went into any of the rooms they were probably empty. Yeah. You know, because there was still, I, I mean, maybe this is my mind playing tricks on me, but I remember things from the Brady Bunch where the kids were coming up and down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's also, didn't they show the insides of the kids' rooms once in a while? I don't know. See, in my mind, if you're going to have an upstairs, why not build a foolish set where you have those rooms? So if in case you need to shoot a kid's room, it's already there. So I don't know how they did that, but but in the actual house itself, where the where it was um filmed, they didn't have an upstairs. Mm. So I don't know how they made it look like like I don't know what they used for a prop. Yeah, I can answer that question really. Yeah, but my fantasy was always to go to a live taping of whatever show was my favorite show, um, in front of an audience, and then after that, go backstage and look at all the cool you know outfits and. Things like that. I've always wanted to see the Honeymooners live. <laughs> but I don't think that's going to happen <laughs> since the show ended about 30 years before. And they're born. probably all dead now. No, I think, uh, what's her name? Joyce Randolph is the only one who's still alive. The she's like 90. Alice? No, no, no. She played uh, Trixie. Oh, okay. I didn't watch the show. Yeah, sorry. she's like 98 or 99. Wow. Watch, I'll say this and then she'll die tomorrow before this. <laughs> Sometimes it happens. But yeah, Art Carney died in... 2003 i want to say oh wow jackie gleason died in 87 yep and i think audrey meadows died in 97 maybe 2000 some something like did that. she play she played alice yeah audrey, audrey meadows, meadows played alice okay that was a good show to the moon alice you know what makes that show even so much better babes mm. one they didn't overstay their welcome 
It's. I think it only ran for like two seasons. Only two? Yeah, and then Jackie Gleason said that he was done with it. Oh, wow. They did a couple of reunion specials, but it wasn't like they brought the series back. Okay. But two, the original series of The Honeymooners mm-hmm. was live. Not just like live in front of a studio audience, but live as in as they were doing the show, it was being broadcast to the nation. Okay. So like... It's kind of like it's live in the way that Saturday Night Live is live. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the thing I heard about that, babes, Mm -hmm. is that everybody else would rehearse throughout the week. But Jackie Gleason had it written in his contract that he only had to show up the day that they did the show. So he would come in, just look at his lines, do a quick run through, and then they do it live in front of the country. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. Because if it were me, I would have to really spend some time studying everything. Most people do, but I I heard that he had like a photographic memory. Wow. Yeah. I wish that they would bring kind of a live element back to sitcoms. Yeah, I'd like that. Maybe they will. I mean, I know that, you know, with music, they're reverting back to an old timey sound for some of the, um, some of, some artists are doing that, which I really, really like actually. Me too. I like that. I like that now that they're doing it. It doesn't sound too new that you just don't get it. Yeah. And it doesn't sound too much like the old stuff, but it has a an old timey feel to they're it. They're kind of put like putting their own spin on it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. By the way, did you know that Jackie Gleason also used to do music? Really? Yeah, I think he played like the trumpet, but don't quote me on that. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I love that show. I think it's really good. So I think it's really cool that I know, I mean I know Woody Allen is a freak but yes I I think it's really cool that he was in a clarinet uh, or no sorry he was in a band yeah uh, play the clarinet that's that's really cool actually mm-hmm. yeah and they would he would play every Monday night right every Monday night I think he even played when he won an Oscar so he was supposed to be at the ceremonies in L A for. I want to say either Hannah and her sisters or Annie Hall. And he won the Oscar, but somebody else had to accept because he was doing the gig with his band that night in New York. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so this was this band like a community band, like a local um, community band? A community band? I mean, it was made up of musicians who lived in New York. Well, no, what I mean is. Like a local, a local band, like, like the flute choir I'm in is a community type of group. I mean, I think they did tours and whatnot over in Europe. Oh, wow. Because I remember seeing Wild Man Blues, the documentary about this. And I believe, again, this was years ago, that there's stuff with him, Sunni, and, and the band in a plane. Mm. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. Well, do they, and they show clips of him or do they show clips of him playing the clarinet? Oh yeah. They show clips of him with the band, the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. Is he really good? Um, I thought he was good, but it's also, you have to get over the fact that you're watching Woody Allen, right? And that was difficult for me when I saw the movie the first time. So I'm not really the best judge of that. Okay. I would, I would say he's good, but is he at that? you know, professional mastery level, that's not for me to tell. Okay. But you'd probably be able to tell that better. Okay. Yeah. But maybe we'll watch that sometime. Yeah, maybe. Wild Man Blues. I don't know. Every time I think about that, it's like there's there's a clar- there's a musical side to him. There's a comedic side. But then there's also the perverted side. Right. So it's like, yeah. There's a lot of different sides to him. Yeah. Have you ever heard his stand-up comedy? 
No. It's actually pretty good. Oh, wow. I don't think he's done it since the 60s. Uh, but a friend of mine played me some of his stuff over 10 years ago, and I remember liking it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I will say that he, he's got some very interesting um, comedic ideas when it comes to his comedies. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I really liked, um, I really did like Annie Hall. It was, it's kind of weird. Yeah. And I also liked, um, say anything or I'm sorry, anything else. Anything else. Not say anything. Say anything is a good movie, but he's not involved with it. (laughs) No, no, he's not. (laughs) No, say anything is a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, anything else. I mean, (laughs) sir, could you pivot? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Stalker Channing who played, who played Rizzo on, um, she played Rizzo in Greece. Nice. Yeah. But anyway, um, off of Woody Allen. Yes. Off of Woody. Yeah, off of Woody. That's what we'll call this. What? <laughs> <laughs> off of Woody. I don't know if we need to do that. No, we don't need no. to do that. But babes. Yeah. I know you're anxious to talk about what happened yesterday. Yes. So I had two concerts this weekend and... <coughs> past weekend and yesterday was the second one and I felt a lot more relaxed because we were performing in a venue that we we rehearse at this this place um every Thursday night since I've joined the flute choir uh flute choir season is now over (coughs) excuse me (coughs) is now over and it won't start up until next year but I felt really good about this concert I wasn't very nervous and I uh, felt like I was playing as if I was rehearsing. <coughs> so I felt more at ease than I did on Saturday because I really wanted to make sure we got there on time. And mm-hmm. I was in the building and I thought it was going to be cold, but I was sweating. And so, and then I was kind of like, there were some times where I tripped over my notes and I got, I had, um, I made a, a little bit of um, a mistake on some of the songs. But oh, oh. I don't think anyone noticed we were playing in a big group. So. Oh, I noticed. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. You wouldn't <laughs> even know who it was. You didn't know. You wouldn't even know who was playing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounded really good. I enjoyed it. I did not notice the mistakes. <laughs> I most my own mistakes. <laughs> That's what I didn't like. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I felt like <laughs> I actually heard it better on Sunday than I did at the Grotto. Yeah, because the Grotto's um, church building is great. The acoustics are great, but it's very echoey. Yeah. So the flute choir director is like now um, telling the the people who could see, now now watch me, don't listen to anyone, because you have to get used to the ringing, the over-ringing in the building. Yeah. And I was like, I had to really listen because the microphone she was using was not the best microphone, so she wasn't... Um, she wasn't very loud to me. I don't know if you noticed. You're talking about at the grotto? Yes. Yeah, I had trouble hearing her. Yeah, and I was like, what? Well, what are we doing? So I had to really listen and put my flute up and listen to what everybody else was playing because I had to figure it out. I'm like, oh, okay, I know what it is. Um, but Sunday's one was a lot more relaxed and and it was a little bit – it was uh, semi-formal because we still had to wear you know our concert dress, but – but it was informal in that it was more relaxed and we felt more at home, I think. It was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. 
So that was good stuff there. Jewel. That's cool that you're able to talk to one of the, the members. It was the one who we were walking out and we ran into him and his husband and they were having trouble getting out of the spot on Saturday night. And so I saw he saw me on Sunday morning and yeah. came up and said hi. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, and I and I don't know why we never ended up talking in the beginning of flute choir season, but yeah, I'm glad that we were able to have somewhat of a conversation on the way out of the grotto. Yeah, and his husband seemed cool too. Boyfriend. Oh, they're not okay. Yeah. Okay. And 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 we were performing on Sunday afternoon, not the morning. Did I say Sunday morning? I yeah, did, you did say Sunday. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Just wanted to point that out. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm happy about all that there, J-Wall. And we got to have snacks twice. <laughs> yeah, during intermission and afterwards. I was kind of surprised that y'all did the intermission. I was surprised, too, because I didn't know how it was going to go. I thought we were going to go straight through it. But mm -hmm. um, I was glad that she gave us about 15 minutes, and we were able to get some snacks. And then we went back there, and um, you sat back down. And um, that was really that was really cool. I was also listening in on the conversation behind me and like some of the women had had cancer. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I should talk about this, but you wanted me to. No, I didn't want you to. I didn't know that you were going to talk about but it. But they were basically just talking about their treatment. Like it, it sounded like it was a thing, but it didn't sound like it was like the defining thing of their life. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, yeah, I, I can relate. <laughs> it's not fun. Yeah. But it didn't define who they worked in. It sound like. Were they older women? Yeah, they're just like, oh, I have cancer again, and but I'm going to go in for treatment at the beginning of the year, and I'm going on vacation before then. Wow. It's like, if I got diagnosed with cancer, you wouldn't hear me being so casual about it. Well, I was kind of on vacation when I was going through it, though. Oh. I mean, Hawaii was the place that I was at for most of my recovery. It's a good nice. place to recover. Nice, nice. Um, But, uh, no, treatment wasn't fun, and if I... If I had that happen to me again, I would go a, another route as far as treatment goes because I wouldn't um, want to use chemo and radiation again. It's just horrible for your body. Nice. Well, I'm glad you live there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did they talk to you at all? No, I was just listening because they were behind me. Okay. Yeah. And you know how I like to spy in once in a while. Sometimes you do, yeah. Sometimes it's fine. But it would have been interesting if I entered the conversation because I would have been like, yep, I know what that feels like. Yeah, I should have grabbed you and sat you down next to them. No, I was like, yeah. yeah, but I had to perform. <laughs> I was performing. Can you can you before I go and perform for y'all? Yeah, yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so. And then well, I had a conversation with uh, one of the ladies who is a friend of um, one of the ladies in the, in the group. Nice. Okay, so right. I ordered the lifts. Yeah. We get in and we drive off. Mm -hmm. And at first the lady's pulling up and then somebody's trying to talk to us from the flute choir as the lift driver's pulling up. Yeah, they're saying goodbye yeah. to us. Yeah. 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 So we get in. Uh, a lady drops me off. You can tell that her English wasn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> and her choice of music was bomb. I liked her choice of music. But it was like it was 90s a, techno. It was okay, but it was like, well, this is weird. It was like something you would hear at a club, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I think she was a little bit older too. Yeah. Yeah. And then she dropped you off. And that was that was I I had a hard time with that because she was uh, trying to give me directions and she was kind of it sounded like she was yelling at me to get out of my door. Oh. 
I mean, she wasn't like yelling really loud, but she was like, no, no, get out of your door. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, you know, I could hear you. I could hear her, but then she was trying to direct me towards the, the building. Cause I didn't yeah. know, I didn't know where she parked. Yeah. Um, it would have been easier if she, if she got out, but she didn't. And then my next door neighbor saw me and directed me uh, the rest of the way to the door. Nice. That guy seems like a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a nice guy. I almost said his name. Oh, I'm glad you did he, it. He's a very nice guy, and every time he sees me, he always says hello. Oh, good. Yeah. Just like my other uh, neighbor down the other side of the hallway. That's good. The jewel. Yeah. He, I haven't seen him out of his apartment for a while, actually. I, the I think, one that you ran into yesterday or the other one? The other one that's uh, right next door to me on the right side. Yeah. I haven't seen him. I mean, it's possible that he has gotten out of his apartment, but... When I've gotten home or left my apartment, um, I I haven't run into him in a long time. How long is a long time? I don't even know. Oh wow, a long time. But but I know he's there because sometimes I hear him sneezing. Oh okay. And his place is like, um, you know, like, uh, he he's on the kitchen side. Yeah yeah no I know what you're talking. You know about. what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? Yeah okay. So so we kind of. Um, you know, next door to my kitchen side is where he is. Nice. So, and then occasionally I'll hear him sneeze. But um, he's a nice guy too. I mean, there I've I've just met some very nice people in the building. Oh, good. And then of course you got some of those people that are kind of ghetto and. Oh. Yeah. That's what Alana would say. What? No, no. You live in an interesting neighborhood. I think my yeah. neighborhood's better, but we've already discussed that. We already discussed yeah. it. It's not you, a competition. I think you have a better kitchen, but overall, I have a better apartment. Okay, we're not we're not having competition, but no, you know, for yes, not for that. Yeah, and actually, I don't even know if you could say that you have a better kitchen anymore. Yours is bigger, but there's so many issues with your stove that we might have to give the kitchen to me. No. As far as having the best kitchen. No. Oh. And no. also, I got all my stuff just like I like it here. As far as kitchen appliances go. Oh. Bubs. What? <laughs> this is not my apartment's better than your apartment, okay? Okay. Okay, that's enough. We already had this conversation. <laughs> all right, I think... My apartment's better than yours. Oh, my goodness. Give me a kiss. Mm. This is not a competition, though. <laughs> I'm not trying to compete here. Competition is none. I stay at the top like the sun. I won't do that. Oh. Uh, that was a raw Kim line that Jay-Z also used on the Life and Times of S. Doc Carter, Volume 3, I believe. Mm. And I want to say it was... Uh... Oh, I don't even know. It's one of the songs. Ooh. Check it out yourself. Listen yeah. to the album. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but no, it was a fun concert. Um, I was very, very thankful that uh, two people from the center made it to the Grotto concert because I wasn't even sure that anyone was going to come. Yeah. And I thought it was just going to be you, but they said hi to me like right after um, right after um, we were finished. Alana took photos. I hanged back and played my tambourine and it was all good tambourine yeah you know that joke from chris rock about how sometimes in a relationship you're the lead singer and other times you're just playing the tambourine <laughs> and nobody wants to see an angry uh tambourine player <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah the um yeah one of the people that came to to see me perform took a picture so yes that's good <laughs> <clears throat> i'm i'm um I'm hoping that um, the director's husband was able to take a really good group picture of us. Yeah. Because um, 
My mom really wants a picture. Oh. Yeah. Yes. On an unrelated note. Yeah. What do you think of vanilla ice? So let me let me rephrase I... that question. Let me give you a little bit of context here. Is this about his real estate thing? Well, not exactly, no. Okay. Okay. I, I probably could have worded it better. So yeah. Vanilla Ice is going to do, or he already did an interview with Vlad TV. Mm-hmm. You've never watched Vlad before. I think I might have, or I might have been Sway's Universe with um, the interview with Michelle Lee. Okay. Well, the way that Vlad... I don't think it was. I don't think I've watched Vlad. Okay. The way that Vlad works is he'll release clips of the interview mm-hmm. leading up to just releasing the interview in full. Mm-hmm. And I haven't watched the interview yet. I don't know if the whole thing is out now, but it's coming out soon. But one of the clips, it the title implies that Vanilla Ice used to hang out with Tupac and that he was one of Tupac's favorite rappers. Meaning that Tupac apparently was a huge fan of Vanilla Ice. I don't know why. And then there's another uh, clip where he says... It's like, I think it's titled something like Vanilla Ice says he hung out with Coolio the day before he died. What? Yeah. And so, I don't know. And there's been issues with Vanilla Ice telling the truth in the past. Mm. So, what do you think about this? I mean, you told me he had like a really, made a lot of money in real estate, right? That's what I've heard is that he's doing really well financially. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about what he's lied about or what he's told the truth about. I don't know. Mm. What has he lied about? Well, he lied about where he was brought up and the circumstances behind that. And I only know this because it was in the Behind the Music documentary. Mm. Also, his story about the encounter with Suge Knight has kind of changed over the years. Like he told one version to ABC where he was basically held over the balcony for the money. Mm. And then he told another version where he, he made it seem like it was just a conversation and he decided to give the money back. Oh, wow. You know that whole story, right? No, not really. Okay. Are you, you're familiar with Death Row Records? Of course. Okay. What you might not know, now this is the rumor, is so Vanilla Ice comes out with Ice Ice Baby. Yes, of I believe that's true. That's not a rumor. Yeah. But he co-wrote it with somebody. Mm-hmm. And the person who he co-wrote it with, from what I heard, was not getting royalties from the publishing. And so that person was friends with Suge Knight and asked Suge Knight to get the money from Vanilla Ice. Now, the rumor is that Suge Knight got this guy's publishing back. And in exchange, the guy gave Suge the advance money to start Death Row Records. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. What do you think about this? I don't know. Oh. I don't really have an opinion on this. Okay. But I wish Vanilla Ice well, even though... He made some bad songs. <laughs> yeah, very bad. Yeah, really bad. I can't believe your friend actually likes. I know. I saw his baby. Yeah. That's his jam. Oh. That's his jam. I'm so gonna make fun of him for that. <laughs> I won't even say who it is. This is a guy who thinks that Ryan Adams is like the next George Harrison. No, absolutely. I might be not. exaggerating a little bit. That's a little bit weird. <laughs> no, that that's a little too far fetched for me. Yes. <laughs> That's a stretch. That is. There really is a stretch. Yeah, a wheel stretch. Wheel stretch. Yeah, wheel. Yeah, wheel. Yeah, wheel. Yeah, really wheel. Yeah, really wheel. wheel. Well, babes. Yeah? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. It's uh, it's about one twenty. so. Okay. So do we want to save the huge discussion for tonight or first I... thing tomorrow? 
Um, why don't we talk a little bit about tonight, and then we'll, if we have to talk about, about it more tomorrow, then we should. Okay, and then I'll make a decision. Okay. All right, so, because we got to wrap this up somewhat soon by the end of the week, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have a little bit more time than that, but I don't want to push it to the very last minute. Okay. All right, babes. Give okay. me a kiss. We'll wrap it up. This is a shorter one. It is. It's also kind of a bonus. Oh, okay. Mm. Bubs. Babes, come on now. No noises. No noises. Mm. <laughs> You're funny, bud. Thank you. Oh, the other thing, real quick. Yes. And then we're going to wrap it up and maybe watch one episode of Rhoda. Yeah. Is I'm wondering if the reason I get so many kinks in my neck is mm -hmm. because I'm always lying down on couches. Well, I was thinking about that the other day. Do you? Well, and, and you probably have, um, you probably don't have a very good pillow. That's probably true. Maybe I need to get a better pillow. Yeah. Yeah. You need a pillow that like maybe will support your neck and won't make you, um, won't make your neck hurt when you wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to throw that out. Yeah. Yes. Or, I mean, your mattress is okay, right? Yeah. You've been okay. on my mattress many yeah. times. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. Um, I think, uh, do you always uh, sleep on couches? I always lay down on couches, like when I'm talking with somebody on the phone. I'm almost always laying down. <laughs> okay. Okay. If not on the floor. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm wondering if you can get like a like a small pillow or a bigger pillow that can fit your bed that will support your neck. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Well, anyways, that was just a thought, babes. Yeah. Give me a kiss and we'll wrap it up for good. Okay. All right. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye. Bye.